Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 128. And on this episode, we are talking to the one and only Amy Porterfield. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What, what, what is up, hard hustlers? Welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, I know that I say that I'm excited every single week, but I am redonkulously excited this week to have the one and only Amy Porterfield on the show. Now, for those who don't know, Amy Porterfield's show, the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, is one of the first podcasts that I was ever on talking about live streaming way back in 2015. And again, years later, when I was talking more about challenges. Now, Amy is an incredible person who you absolutely have to get to know if you're in the online marketing space. And I want to just dote on Amy for a second and say she has killed the game by staying focused and consistent with what she does. She doesn't have a million products. She has been streamlining her business lately, which if you listen to the show, you know that I've been doing as well, is reducing the amount of offers that I have, reducing the amount of things that I have. And we are going to talk on this episode about how Amy's been able to really streamline and focus her business, not having a million offers and yet making millions of dollars. So I could go on and on about how stoked I am and privileged I am to have Amy on the show, or I could take this moment to introduce you to the one and only Amy Porterfield. Hey, Amy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored to be here. 
Well, I'm ridiculously honored that you're here because you are one of the first like legit podcast interviews I did because you had like you took a chance on me way back in the day when I was talking about Periscope, if you remember that. Um, oh, yeah, I do. Like my first legit podcast interviews. And I remember I had like my little Yeti mic inside of a Rubbermaid container with um, <laughs> mattress foam so, because I didn't have a good microphone for sound. And like you totally took a chance on me. So this feels very full circle. And I'm just ridiculously excited to have you here. Well, I love that you said that because I forgot that was our first one because then you came back and we talked about doing a challenge, right? The five day challenge that you taught. And that was literally of all my podcasts. And I have many, many over 200 in the top five. So that was a very popular podcast that you did with us. So anytime anyone asks about any kind of challenge, I'm like, go listen to that podcast episode. So believe me, it paid off for me as well. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Well, listen, for those who don't know you, I don't want to just dive into the casual conversation. For those who don't know you have been like hiding under a rock because you're everywhere and I love it. Can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your business? Yes. So I teach budding entrepreneurs how to grow their email list and then create a digital course and launch that digital course with webinars. So I have a very specific business model for myself. I create digital courses and sell them. And then I teach what I do. And I only teach what I know and where I've been in the trenches. So that's what I do. List building, course creation, and webinars. And that's what I teach. I love it. And you've really streamlined this down to a process, which is what we're going to talk a little bit about today. So I'd love to just hear a little bit about your product suite. And for those listening, Amy has an incredible product suite, but you used to have a more complex product suite. So maybe you can talk to us about where your product suite was and how you've started to really streamline that process or the processes behind the scenes to really create a successful, thriving business. Yes. So over the years, so I've been at this for 10 years and for about eight years, I've been creating digital courses and teaching them or teaching how to do them. And what I noticed is that I kind of pay attention to what other people are doing, people that I really respect, people that I honor and people that I know well enough to know if they're genuinely making money and doing well. And so I pay close attention. And one thing I've noticed over the many, many years is that those who are just crushing it, that continue to show up day after day, they've been in it for the long haul, they're scaling their business, they're only getting bigger as the years go by. What I've noticed is they have very few offers inside of their business, meaning it's very streamlined. So instead of having 10 digital courses, they might have one or two. And so I've noticed this over the years and I have definitely had more than one or two. I think at the most I've had four courses. And then for a long time, I had three different courses and I wanted to streamline even more. So if you were to look at my product suite today, I have two courses. One is an introductory course, which is how to get started with list building. And then one is what I call my signature course, which is how to create a course and launch it. So full transformation, start to finish, really meaty. It takes some good time to get through it. So right now, as of the time of this recording, that is 
all I offer. And I have a multi-million dollar business. So we're talking really good revenue comes from these two courses, plus some affiliate launching that I do as well. And so what I've noticed, and I know what we're going to talk about today, and I love this topic, is that if you streamline your offer suite, your product suite, whatever you want to call it, but if you have fewer offers, but you double down, you like really go all in with, let's say, one or two different offers, you can grow your business so much faster. And a lot of people think I need to have a lot of offers out there so I could touch a lot of different people and their needs and their wants. But what I've noticed is there's only so many hours in a day. So if I could put all my time and energy into, let's just say, two different core offers, then that will definitely make a difference. And I've seen it over and over again in my business. I'm so glad I've done it that way. Yeah. And I love what you said, which is you've noticed that the really successful people just have one or two core offers. And I think there's this perception and you said it so well that you can double down on what's working, but there's this perception that if something works, it's because you were innovative and you did it for the first time. And it's like your first attempt at it. But the reality is things that tend to work well can be duplicated and scaled much easier and much less stressful than when you try to create something new from scratch every single time. Uh, Yes. Amen. So for a few years now, I've been teaching this concept of going horizontal or staying horizontal, I should say, versus going vertical. So this idea of staying horizontal is that you choose this one course, maybe two, because sometimes having an introductory course and then the, the main course is always a good way to kind of get people into your world. But you stay horizontal, meaning you launch it and then you clean it up or you fix it or you tweak the webinar, you grow your list in the meantime, and then you launch it again. Or if you want, you put it on evergreen, but you continue to make it better. And so this idea of staying horizontal, and I always tell my students, look, if you create something new, I want you to stay horizontal with that new product for at least 18 months, launching it a few times live. And then if you want to go into evergreen, which I'm a huge fan of. And so when you stay horizontal, what happens is you become a better marketer because you start to tweak and you start to pay attention and you start to make things better. You're not chasing the next shiny object out there, but instead you're saying, I'm going to become a master at this one product I've created. And in addition to that, you do get to innovate. You do get to try some new things such as maybe if you did a webinar launch the first time, the next time you want to try a challenge or a three-part video series. So I'm always innovating, but I'm focused on one program. Another great example of this is Marie Forleo. So I think it's been almost 10 years that she's launched B-School, which everyone pretty much knows about B-School. She's had one program for many, many, many years. She just added the second program, which is Copy Cure, over the last few years. So one core program, but she's the leader in her industry. There is no mistake that she shines and she stands out from the rest because she's always innovating and making herself better with this one program. So, and I also think it's really refreshing to think, wait a second, I don't need to have five, six, seven different programs. I I could just focus on one or two. It allows you as the marketer, as the content creator to breathe a little bit as well. I love that. And one of the things that we did at the end of last year, at the end of 2018, is we realized we had like four different products and we were offering multiple funnels and we were promoting different things. And I think what ends up happening is you end up 
scattered in so many different directions that you're like, well, it's Monday. Am I promoting my messenger bots program? Am I promoting my mini course on list building? Am I promoting my challenge content? Am I trying to get new one-on-one clients? And what ends up happening is you're pulled in so many different directions that you, like you said, you can't breathe. Yes, exactly. And it gets so confusing. Like, okay, so they enter into this funnel, but what if they enter into that funnel as well? And what if they get that freebie in, but they want this one, like on the back end, things got really messy for us as well. And I really like a simple business. And so that was another thing we wanted to clean up the back end of our business. And in order to do so, we had to start taking some things away. So I love this concept that we're talking about in terms of simplifying. And I think when you and I were chatting, you said like to Marie Kondo, your business. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love that. You know, you and I have a similar friend, uh, Stacy Tushel. Mm-hmm. And Stacy was talking about how she teaches her content as well. And she mentioned Marie Kondo. And I thought I can get on board with that because getting rid of what no longer brings you joy in your business is a really great concept because we are the marketers. We're the course creators. If it doesn't light us up, if it doesn't get us excited, we are never going to put our full heart into it. And so let me tell you really quick, a quick story. I had, so at the time last year, I had three different courses and it was, I had one course about how to create a digital course. I had another course about how to do webinars and another course on how to grow your email list. And what I noticed is that people would say, okay, me, if I buy your course on how to create a digital course, very meta, I know, but if I buy that course, then how am I going to launch it? And I'd have to say, well, you have to buy my other course then in order to learn how to launch it. And that as a marketer, as a course creator, did not feel good. I didn't like to have to answer the same question over and over again with, well, you've got to buy my other thing. And so what I did is I brought two concepts together into one. So I took my program about courses and my program about webinars, and I put them into one signature course. Now, the great thing is I upped the price. So I was not screwing myself in terms of losing money, but more importantly, the conversation flowed better for me. Putting together the course from scratch, because I started all over again, but putting these two concepts together, it made sense. It felt right. And my students felt really supported. So when you're creating something in your business, I think you want to really pay attention to how does this make me feel? Does this light me up? And I know recently, Zach, you've kind of moved things around in your business. And I think you're a great example of you do pay attention to what brings you joy. What do you like? What lights you up? Where do you want to spend your time? Would you agree? 100%. And I love that story because we did the same thing. And it's funny, we had a a course on Facebook ads and then our challenge courses talks about challenges, but really it's about launching. And people would say, well, I have your challenge course, but I want to go deeper with Facebook ads. Do I need your Facebook ads course? And the answer was always like, technically, no, we had like a 30 minute training on Facebook ads, but for the people that wanted to get advanced or scale, like they really did need both. And that felt heavy knowing that to get the maximum experience, people needed these two different experiences that weren't necessarily complementary or were complementary, but weren't complementary for my customers because it was yes. two separate experiences. And we did that same thing. We, we actually took the course, integrated it into the challenge program. 
closed it off as a standalone. And now when people join the course and say, well, am I going to learn Facebook ads? The answer is just yes. It feels so much lighter, even though what felt heavy about that was like, oh my gosh, there's so much to update and there's so much to keep on top of with Facebook ads and it's always changing. But now that it's one signature offer, I just know what needs to be updated in my signature offer today, not what needs to be updated over here and what needs to be updated over there. And you know, does this course still connect to this in the right way? And if they join, will they get what they need? And now it's like one signature offer, does it have everything that it needs? Yes. And if you can do that, if you can create a signature offer that has everything that it needs, this is one way, just like you said, that you can streamline your business for you and also streamline things for your students as well. So cleaning things up gives you more freedom. So because I have less courses, I have, I can breathe easier. And here's the greatest thing. Now that I have this one digital course Academy program and it, it included the create a course and launch it kind of thing. Now my mind is always thinking about how do I support my students better and students as a whole. Now I got to bring two things together and now it's one unit. So it freed up my mind to say, how can I be more creative? How can I support them? What would just blow their minds? So if I'm thinking about less, I can actually elevate my thinking. And I think that are my ideas or creativity. And that has allowed me to breathe easier as well. I was feeling like suffocated by too many things going on. Now, one little caveat. Can I throw a caveat in here? So you and I were talking about before we went live that I am creating a membership site. And so now I've been telling my students, stay horizontal, stay horizontal. And here I am adding a third element to the business. And a few things I wanted to point out, and this might help other people depending on where they're at in their journey. So I've been at this for 10 years. So, and I've been creating courses with no other offers for many, many, many years. And it served me well. I believe you can make or create a multi-million dollars just with digital courses. I'm an example of that. And so many of my friends are as well. But what I realized, I became really good friends over many, many years with Stu McLaren. You know Stu. He is the creator of Tribe. He teaches membership sites, how to create them. And we were talking and, he, and I said, I have this challenge. So this is when you know maybe it's time to add something to the mix. When you've been at it for a while, you've really perfected it. I've been creating these types of courses for years and years. And I have a challenge. And that challenge is somebody will get into my Digital Course Academy program and it's a 10-week program. And at the end of 10 weeks, they're not going to be done creating their course and launching it. It takes longer. It usually takes at least 90 days, if not longer. So what happened was the course was over and people kind of looked at me like, uh, you're going away? Like, you're done? I, I have more to do. I might have some questions and I don't want to be alone in this. There was kind of like pandemonium in my Facebook group with me saying, okay, we're done. Now go off and finish, get to the finish line. So I told Stu of this challenge I was having. And he said, this is where a membership site comes into play. When you can then invite your course students to continue the conversation, continue the journey with you inside of a membership site. And so I thought, oh, I've never thought of it that way. But I've been developing now, taking my lead from Stu, 
I've been developing a membership site, but only for my students, people that have gone through courses with me and want to continue the conversation. So it's like taking those same students and it's such an easy, easy sell if they're really invested and you did a good job in your course to say, hey, for a monthly fee, you can continue on this journey with me and my team and we can implement and troubleshoot inside of a membership environment. And so I'm not having to sell to a brand new audience. I'm not having to do a full on launch again. It's a very easy invite. So I decided to expand my product suite with the membership site, but in a very specific way. And I wanted to share that, Zach, because I think it's so easy to say, I'm going to add something new to the mix. But if you could slow down a little bit and think, I worked really hard to attract these customers. Is there something I could do for them instead of having to do something new and attract a bigger audience and start from scratch? When I worked for Tony Robbins, one of the coolest things he ever taught me was that if you don't have to reinvent the wheel, if you don't have to start from scratch, by all means, don't. Because that's the stuff that takes the longest, a lot of trial and error, a lot of experimenting. But if you have something already that's working and you get to expand on it, if you get to continue it without starting from scratch, by all means, investigate that first. So I just wanted to throw that out there because it is something new we're working on in the business. I love that. And I think, you know, you said like it's a caveat, but the thing that stands out to me is you're not solving a new problem. Right. I think that that's where people get tripped up is like, well, what if my audience needs this? And you've done this so eloquently, which is like, that's where the opportunity for affiliates or referral partners comes in is like, maybe there are other problems that your audience has, but you really streamlined and, and you focused on one problem. And this is just a continuation of that problem. It's not, well, I did really well teaching my audience Instagram, but now they're asking about Snapchat. So I better go make a Snapchat course. It's like, no, they're struggling with Instagram. So maybe it's like, you know, one of our good friends, Jasmine Starr created an Instagram course and said, it's time for a new product and created Social Curator, which creates ongoing support and content for people that need ongoing Instagram support. So she's staying in her lane and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but she's staying in her lane and continuing to focus on one problem and an extension of that problem. Yes, that's what I, that's where I feel as though the smartest marketers are going and focusing, staying in their lane, creating solutions for their existing students and really, again, doubling down on what they know is working and being patient. Now, some people that are listening to us, Zach, they might be saying, okay, but I'm multi-passionate. I've got a lot of ideas and I like variety. I'm fueled with changing things up. And so I like to try this and try that and put my hands in here and put my hands in there. And one thing I'll say is that I understand having those desires. However, if you are building a business, you have to almost say to yourself, okay, I'm an adult. I, there's a lot of things I want to do, but if I restrict myself just a little bit and investigate other ways to find variety in what I've already created, restrict is a weird word, but if I just kind of slow down a little bit and say, okay, what have I already done and where can I create variety in what I've already done, meaning add that challenge or do a different kind of webinar or 
I know that James Wedmore, he's done a really cool thing where he's done the three-part video series, but he's delivered it live. Like there's ways to innovate what you've already created. So you don't have to always go look for something shiny and new to get that fix of variety and not feeling like you're always doing the same thing. So I wanted to put that out there because I know we've got a lot of multi-passionates listening. Yeah, I love that. And our our friend James Wedmore also likes to say that starting your business is about creativity and expansion and innovation and becoming the CEO. And I'm going to get this wrong, but it is essentially about being okay with not being overstimulated all the time. Yes. And a lot of us creative types, like that's what we thrive on is like stimulation and something new and something shiny and something exciting. That's why we take a lot of courses. That's why we do a lot of different things because it's exciting and fun to learn something new. But becoming the CEO of your business is about being okay with not having constant stimulation or even better. I think what you're saying, Amy, is like find ways to be stimulated that grow and stay in your lane. Yes, that's what I love. I feel like that is where the impact is. If you're looking to become an influencer and make a bigger impact, it's right there, what you just said, Zach, and also where the money is. It genuinely is where the money is. I have so many friends in the industry that if I looked at their businesses, I could tell you right now who is going to be the most profitable this year, just based on how many balls they have in the air and how well they are, how disciplined they are with staying in their lane and doubling down on what's already working. It's a true indicator. And so that's why I love that we're having this conversation because I don't think people talk about this stuff enough. Yeah. And and I think it's so true that like, even the way you described it, like the more balls you have in the air, the more likely you are to drop one. Yes. And in business, it's like whether you're working with clients, you're working with students, or you're working with companies, when you start dropping the balls, that's when you start failing. And that's when you can't become an industry leader because your reputation isn't your reputation isn't someone who's doing a really good job. It's someone who's missing the tiny details. Yes, it's so true. It's so much easier to be known for something when you do double down. And so you know, for many, many years, and I'll tell you this as well, many, many years, I was known for Facebook marketing. When I first started out, that's where I put a lot of my time. And so I want to share this with everybody listening, because you also get to pivot over time if that's what's going to serve you. So I was known for Facebook marketing. I taught Facebook ads and Facebook growth on your page and Facebook marketing in general. And then after a while, I personally started to grow in my business and what I wanted to teach. And I didn't just want to teach Facebook marketing. So I started to talk about course creation and list building and webinars, things that I already knew about and was doing well, but hadn't yet taught them. And so I was able to make this shift over time. I didn't need to make a big announcement. This is another thing that comes up a lot when people are saying, you know, Amy, I want to make a shift in my business. I don't, It's not that I'm chasing the next shiny thing, but I'm evolving. I want to talk about different things. I want to explore different areas in my business. And I always say, great, you can do that gradually. You don't need to make a big announcement like I'm changing things up. I'm doing things different. Here's why I make it all about you. But instead, you can just gradually start to weave in these new conversations, create content around these new areas, as long as it's still aligned. If it's not fully aligned, you're going to have to probably make a bigger pivot. But if it's aligned and you can weave it into the conversation, 
over time, you can easily be known for something different. And so don't feel as though you're going to be stuck in this one thing forever just because you're doubling down and going all in. So I had this course called the Facebook Marketing Profit Lab. And the first time I launched it, we made $30,000. I had been at it for a few years and this was my first really successful launch. So $30,000 first launch Facebook Marketing Profit Lab. We launched it again. It was around $200,000 launch, same product, same launch. We just made it better. The third time I launched it, which was probably within that first year, I wanted to change it to the Profit Lab. And I wanted to teach Facebook, but also other social media platforms and other online marketing strategies in my program. So we moved from the Facebook Marketing Profit Lab to just the Profit Lab. I remember I was so scared to change the name and take off that specialized Facebook marketing because I really wanted to expand, but I was scared to do so. But we did it. And that launch was even bigger, hundreds of thousands of dollars more. And the final time we launched it was a $950,000 launch. So over about 18 months, maybe a little bit more, we launched it at least four times. And we even changed the name and started to make a pivot with the course. So I tell you all this because you can grow and you can expand in your business while still doubling down on what's working for you. So just wanted to put that out there because I know some people feel a little bit stuck in one topic and scared they'll never be able to get out of it. Yeah, that's so good. And I remember like when I was doing Periscope, people used to like refer to me as the live stream guy. And then as I graduated more, I started talking about Facebook ads on my live stream and I became one of the Facebook ad guys. And then as I was like, I don't really love being the Facebook ads guy, I transitioned into challenges, which is where I really thrive because I like talking about launches. I like talking about strategy. I like having a holistic approach to talking about digital business. And so I pivoted over time and it, it worked just fine. And it's funny, just as a, a side note, I actually joined Profit Lab way back in the day, <laughs> back in 2015 as a VIP. I actually joined the DIY version and then was like, Ooh, I'm actually going to go VIP upgraded on the back end, And it was like one of the best courses led to so much success. Love it. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, that makes my day. I love that. But yeah, you're a great example of someone who has stayed within obviously the industry of online marketing, but making those pivots. And as long as we're creating content and showing up and we can get people results, you can definitely evolve in your business. And so don't be scared of that. Still make the moves and um, take the risks. But here's the thing. And I, this is why I think this conversation is so important. When you do make big moves and experiment and try new things, ask yourself, am I chasing the next shiny thing? And if the answer is yes, also ask yourself, or if you're not really sure, here's another way to ask it. Have I given this one project that I've gotten success with, have I given it enough time and focus? Because just because if you launch one time and you don't hit your goals, it doesn't mean it's not a good idea. And if you would just go back to the drawing board and give it another chance, you would amaze yourself with what you can do. So ask yourself, have I given this one product that I've created enough attention, enough focus, enough time 
in order to see it become something really amazing. Because the first time I launched the Facebook Marketing Profit Lab, that $30,000 launch, if I would have thought, you know what, I did well, but there's other things I can do and I want to do, and I just left it there, I would have not ever reached that almost million dollar launch. So you just never know, but it means you kind of have to be an adult in this adulting thing and say, okay, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to put my focus right here, right now, and not be enticed by something really sexy that's waiting for me. And let me tell you, Zach, every day something comes up that I want to do. So that's another thing I want your audience to hear. And I bet this happens to you as well. Mm -hmm. There are so many other things I'd like to experiment and try and I was approached about writing a book recently and I was asked if I wanted to do this video show and these things sound exciting to me, but I've already committed to this membership site. I've already committed to launching Digital Course Academy again and that is where I'm going to focus. Another thing is being an entrepreneur and I'm sorry, I'm so chatty today, but another thing that's helped me is that I got to be true to my word. If we can't be true to our word about what we say we're going to do in our business, then all bets are off. And so that's another thing. It's not easy to pass things up. It's not easy to say no to things. That FOMO in business is alive and well. I just know it served me to say what I'm going to do and actually do it. So I just wanted to throw that in there. That's so good. And I think that this is a perfect place to ironically pivot a little bit because I think there's this underlying theme going on here that we're kind of, we're not talking about, but I'm sure if you're listening, you're starting to pick up on this is that you're consistently growing your audience. Yes. And that's how you're able to focus on one thing. Because I think what a lot of people think is, well, my audience is at a thousand people or 5,000 people and it's not really growing. So I need to create something new for them. But the reality is, You need to always be growing your audience so that you don't have to be in this constant creation mode because as creators, creating is like a labor intensive thing and you don't have to be reinventing the wheel like we talked about, but you do always have to be growing. Yes, that is so true. When you actually have a list that is growing, when your audience is growing, everything becomes easier. And so when you do relaunch, you might say, but you know, am I relaunching to the same audience? And in many cases, I go back to my own audience and I relaunch the same course, but between let's say the first time I launched and the second time might be three to four months, I have grown that list. I've done the work every day to grow the list. So I'm so glad you brought this up because this makes staying on track so much easier. If in the back end of your business, you are always list building. You know my motto, Zach, that I, it's all about the list growth. And it's funny because my dad is a firefighter, blue collar to the bone, knows nothing about online marketing. And when I got into this industry, it made him nervous. It's almost like he thought I was doing something illegal or like something that was not really going to work. Like I'm sure you've had the experience where your family kind of just doesn't get it. Yep. And so with that, he used to kind of be very worried about my success. And I said, okay, dad, here's the thing. As long as my list is growing with new subscribers and the subscribers I have are staying on my list, I will always have a viable business. Just so you know, that's the measure. And so every time he sees me, how's your list growth? Is your list continuing to grow? He doesn't get it, but he just knows that is the main factor of how I measure my success. And so I think that it works for everybody's business. If your list is growing, you will be able to make money. 
Yeah, that's so good. And I think it's worth noting that it doesn't need to be this massive thing when you start. And I love, love, love that you shared the evolution of Profit Lab is having your, you know, one of the earlier launches was a $30,000 launch after you'd been in business for a couple of years. Like it, it doesn't just, you know, I have this saying that's like your first launch doesn't retire you. And yes. so many people think that you're going to show up and have a $300,000 launch and you're going to take all that money home and you're going to retire on the beach. And like, it doesn't work like that. It's consistent daily action to grow your audience that ultimately leads to the bigger launches. Yes, exactly. So that's how you get there. You're right. Your first launch will not retire you. It will do anything but that. And so that's why it's so important that you stick with it and continue to work on it. And, and remember, there's always Evergreen. So I have one of my courses is, is on Evergreen. My list building course is on Evergreen. And that's the only way I make money from it. I don't live launch it because live launching can definitely get exhausting. So I always say two to three live launches a year. I think there's power in live launching and learning and tweaking and, and having that concentrated time that you're putting out something that is very timely and relevant. But at the same time, if you can have in the back end of your business, something running on evergreen as well, I think it's a really nice mix. It allows you to make money on the daily and it allows you not to get super burned out as well. But yeah, I love that you said that your first launch won't retire you. Amen to that. I think most people think it should. I remember Zach, my very first launch wasn't not of the 30,000. Remember I said I'd been at it for a while. My first launch was a huge disaster and I made $267. I had made more than that, but I had spent a lot of money to put it on. So at the end of the day, my first launch, 267 bucks. And I remember crying and I had a really good successful internet marketing friend in the industry that I told what a bummer it was. And he said, what did you expect? Did you expect to make millions like we're making and you just started your online marketing career? And I realized, yeah, I watched everybody else and I thought I should be making that money. If they're making that, I'm working just as hard. Doesn't work that way, right? Yeah, that's so good. So I want to get just a little tactical for, for a second. And I know we could go down a whole rabbit hole, but as we're starting to wrap up, I think the the big thing that people should be taking away is focus on one thing as a product and focus on one thing as a business. And that's growing your list and marketing to your list. And so if someone's listening to this, I think they get really tripped up and I'm going to ask a really open-ended question. So feel free to shut me down. <laughs> okay. But what can we be doing daily to grow our list? Like if you're like just rapid fire, two minutes or less, like I want to grow my list every day, Amy, what's the, the cliff notes? Ooh, so good. So I believe you should invest in Facebook advertising, create one really great lead magnet. And you could do a few things. One, you run a Facebook ad directly to that opt-in page for that freebie that you have out there. I, you know, how Zach, you can go on the back end and see what ads people are running for their business pages. Well, the, the people I, I've investigated this a lot and the people that have really big lists, they're running ads daily to some of their freebies, some of their lead magnets. So if you have some money to invest, that's a great way to do it. If not, just make sure you have a lead magnet 
and that you're talking about it on social or when you're interviewed somewhere else or when you're out and about in the real world at events, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if you have a really good lead magnet that you can bring up organically in conversations and have a very simple URL to tell people where to go to check it out, or if you have it as your call to action at the end of all of your Facebook lives, or if you mention it on your podcast, if you have a podcast, you've got to do the work to get it out there. So one lead magnet could grow your list every single day. You just got to do the work to get that lead magnet locked in and then start to talk about it all across the web. Perfect. And I think that leads us to a fantastic little endpoint. You've got something amazing to share with our audience about building their email list. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so I have a free masterclass all about getting started with growing your email list, whether you have a sale list that you want to kickstart or if you want to just start from scratch. I do believe that the energy of your business is directly tied to the strength of your email list. And so I have a free masterclass. If you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash list building, you can sign up and learn all about it. Awesome. And we will link that up in the show notes, amyporterfield.com forward slash list building. Amy, I just want to give you one big thank you so much for being on the show. I never in a million years when I started thought Amy Porterfield would be on my show, let alone that I would have the chance to be on your show. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you. So thank you so, so much for being here. I am such a huge fan of yours. I love you dearly. I'm so, so glad we got to chat about this. So thanks for having me. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I thought that was an absolutely incredible episode. And if you head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 128, again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 128, and you can check out the show notes for this episode. But I want to draw your attention to a couple of really incredible things that Amy said. And the first one is that you know, it's time to stay horizontal rather than creating a new offer every time something happens or every time we have the opportunity to, we have to start thinking, how do I create offers that are in alignment with what I'm already doing and stay consistent with products that are already working? You know, Amy didn't have a million courses when she started and she's even talked about how she's streamlining it down to just a couple of offers in her business now. And she said, stay horizontal on one thing, but then put it on evergreen and make it operate without you. Focus on something at least 18 months before you move on. And then she said this, and I put it in quotes. I like a simple business. Guys, business does not have to be complicated or hard. It can be simple. And when we keep business simple, we keep business fun. The other thing that Amy mentioned that I think is just so key is that it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change. She used to be known for Facebook marketing, and now she talks about webinars and courses. But you have to start where you are, and you have to start with what you know. So it's okay to say, well, I don't want to be talking about XYZ for the rest of my life, but just commit for the next 18 months. Commit to one offer or one course or product for 18 months and see what happens. Like I can tell you from firsthand experience, it will change the game for you. So you really need to start asking yourself, how do I not have a million things going on? How do I keep my business simple? And how do I focus on one thing? Because when you focus on one thing, you focus on everything. 
So I hope that makes a ton of sense. Again, if you want to check it out, head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 128. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 128. If you really enjoyed this episode and you want to, you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. We always appreciate hearing from you as the listener. And if you're listening on your mobile device, you can take a quick screenshot of this episode and tag me and Amy and let us know that you're listening. We always appreciate hearing from you, the listener on Instagram, to let us know that you're watching this. So take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, let us know what you think. And until next time, keep hustling. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com. 